Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Show sponsored by ExpressVPN. Stop putting your online data at risk. Get protected at expressvpn.com slash pat. Triple eight, uh, 933.93. It's uh, great to have you here with us uh, today as we continue to make the apocalypse fun. Yay. By the way, traffic and weather together every three minutes on the fives all day long to get you there. For those of us who are still working, <laughs> you still have to be there on time. So quack, quack. Every three minutes on the fives? Every three minutes on the fives. Today, I mean, so obviously, it's going to be great. My math struggles have been chronicled on the program. I know, so don't even try. Okay. Don't even try. Um, I guess uh, we've got some emails that came in after the show yesterday. Some, te- uh, some tweets. I mean, it's tweets, email, <laughs> emails. Uh, I, sorry, I just traveled back in time about 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> so some uh, tweets that, uh, that came in after the show. I guess since I've been referring to a few things lately, you know, as CGI. <laughs> Everything is... He doesn't believe any video that we put on the screen anymore. Uh, I don't know about that. But there have <laughs> been some pretty obvious videos that are just impossible, and we're done with CGI. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but uh, Amy What's-Her-Face sent this tweet. Keith, hey, Pat, I just found a road to your house. Pat... That's CGI. Now, that would actually be CGI. I, yes, that would. Because we know that doesn't exist. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's you just trying to, you know, trick us into thinking that you could get to my house when you can. One day, I'm actually going to just show up at your house. I'm going to be like, <laughs> and Jackie's going to answer, and you're like, who is it? Mm. It's Keith. Ah, impossible. It's CGI Keith. <laughs> and I wonder if people would be surprised to know you've been to my house. I've <laughs> never been to yours. You want to come over? <laughs> no, do I? Yeah. It just can't. There's no roads. Ah, you want to come watch it. the draft with me? I'd love to, Cause, but Yeah, because the course, Falcons, they're going to trade up to number two. No. And then I'll kick you out after they uh, make roads. their picks. Dang it. No roads? Darn. Oh. Dang. Uh, from Roswell Alien. Got this uh, due, to, due to less... Pollution, the Universal logo, is now visible. <laughs> that is so creative, man. Look at that. Uh-huh. If you're listening to the podcast or on Blaze Radio. You got the planet. Yeah, the and- Universal logo. <laughs> and then somebody has got the camera at their house aimed up toward the sky, and you can just faintly see the Universal logo. <laughs> That's really funny. Very good. <laughs> creative. A lot of pollution that had been blocking that out for who knows how long. Yeah. I don't know how long. Yeah, well, see, there's a benefit to a global pandemic. It's you can see the universal Have you seen? The, have you actually seen the photos, though, of the uh, lack of pollution in places like Mumbai? Uh-huh. It's amazing. It's pretty, it is pretty amazing. Yep. Uh, big news to get the, get the day started hmm. right off the bat here. A mummy sarcophagus has revealed... A 3,000-year-old painting of an Egyptian goddess. Oh, that's cool. Believed to be the goddess inside a mummy sarcophagus has been seen for the first time in 3,000 years. Wow. Experts opened up a sarcophagus uh, under restoration in Perth, Scotland. Wait, I was kind of expecting Australia, right? Uh, Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, Well, see, I was thinking Perth, Australia, because that's a big city there. When experts lifted the mummified body of Ta Kerhub yeah, sure. from within her final resting place. Oh, that's such a feminine name, too. Ta Kerhub. Uh-huh. 
Lo and behold, two brand new antiquities were there, uh. much to the delight of the restorers. When the mummy was finally lifted from the coffin, conserva- uh, cons- conservationists mm-hmm. were startled to discover that two paintings uh, line through the, cof- the coffin's trough. Trough. The term used to describe both the inside and outside of its lower section. Wow. As we all know, that's the trough. We all know that. Yeah. We never had a reason to lift the whole thing so high that we could see underneath the trough and never had lifted the mummy out before and <laughs> didn't is, see anything there. That's weird. That is really weird. So do they need to go back and look at all these mummies that they've had over the years and see say, how many... hey, let's see if there's paintings underneath the body? <laughs> it seems like uh, they could find a whole bunch of fun stuff. Because how long has that mummy been there that they haven't lifted it up to look? Yeah. What, what year did they bring that up to Scotland? The say in the story, like 1924 or something? Uh, I'm not seeing it so far. I think they've had this mummy since 1924, and no one ever bothered to... Oh, I don't 36. Know, 36. 1936. It's been at the Perth Museum in Scotland since 1936. And this whole time. I mean, but they, they don't say if they know what the mummy sounded like, though, at this point. Did it sound like this? Oh, yeah, I bet it did. Huh. Probably. I mean, that's what... Isn't that what all mummies sounded like back in the day? Uh, that's what I've heard on Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a long way to the well. No, nah, no. Nah, it, it was the biggest story of the day. Had to get to it right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So now President Trump is saying, uh, wait a minute. You're, you're getting back to work a little too too soon there, uh, Georgia. You might want to back off a little bit. Don't understand this. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I do kind of understand because it's nail salons and tattoo parlors, and that's pretty close in work. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be right on somebody, and you're in pretty close, intimate contact with those specific businesses. Maybe you wait on the nail salons and the tattoo parlors. I, I don't know. Uh, or maybe you leave it up to the personal responsibility of your citizens. And that seems to be what uh, Governor Kemp is doing. He's leaving it up to the responsibility of his citizens. But President Trump said yesterday, I told the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp, that I disagree strongly with his decision to open certain facilities. Mm. But at the same time, he must do what he thinks is right. I want him to do what he thinks is right. But I disagree with him on what he's doing. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. All right. So now is he just covering okay. his bases in case Georgia flares up or what? Yeah, I don't know. That was my thought as well. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Trump said of Kemp's plan, I think spas, beauty salons, and tattoo parlors and barbershops, it's just too soon. I love those people who use all those things, <laughs> but they can wait a little bit longer. But you, I mean, look, if you've been waiting for that tattoo... Mm-hmm. I mean, think, you've been wanting that Tweety Bird tattoo for the longest time. You can't wait another week for that. I mean, you've been on lockdown. You're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. when can I get out and go get right? my Tweety Bird tattoo or my anchor on the arm tattoo that I've mm-hmm. just been dying for? Or the heart with mom the in the middle? The heart with mom. I need that tattoo mm-hmm. and I need it now. Mm-hmm. What? Friday? Friday they're opening? Oh, I'm there. Yeah. Uh, it probably saved somebody's life. <laughs> I could finally get that desperately needed tattoo. Man, so I, that's uh, so I, I guess that's uh, an essential. But now, born and raised in Georgia, okay. Mm-hmm. Now that I think this through, Pat, <clears throat> yeah, that's probably an essential business down there. In this, 
Tattoos? In the South. Yeah. yeah it's a... Right. <laughs> well, for those of us who do manicures all the time. I mean, yeah. you got to have that done. Yeah. Are you, uh, do you go and get a, a no, mani-pedi I've with never, uh, Chris Cruz all the time? Never had a mani-pedi. Uh-huh. A mani of any kind. Uh, no mani, com- no petty. No petties, no. No mani-pedi. No. I tell you, Chris Cruz will take you. He'll go and uh, he'll... He unashamedly admits it, doesn't he? He'll soak his feet and mm-hmm. shoot the breeze with you all afternoon. Yeah, no thank you. So I've heard. That's my, not my deal. Uh, <laughs> Texas Lieutenant Governor uh, Dan Patrick. I'm going to play this because obviously you're going to get bashed for this. I, I understand what he's saying here, um, but the left-wing media is going to take this and run with this, and of course they are. Here's, here's what he said about getting back to business as usual. But let's face reality of where we are. In Texas, we have 29 million people. We've lost 495, and every life is valuable. But 500 people out of 29 million, and we're locked down, and we're crushing the, the average worker. We're crushing small business. We're crushing the markets. We're crushing this country. And what I said when I was with yep. you that night, there are more important things than living. Mm. And that's saving this country for my children and my grandchildren and saving this country. For all of us, and I don't want to die. Nobody wants to die, but man, we got to we got to take some risk and get back in the game and get this country back up and running. Right. I mean, the the sentiment is exactly dead on, but to say it that bluntly that there are um, more important things than living, of course, everybody's going to pile on you for that. Uh, but he, you know, is it not true? Mm-hmm. Is the uh, is the enduring freedom? of our children and grandchildren more important is saving this country for uh, our our uh, descendants is that more important yeah and it's not just this uh, generic save the country mm. save our freedom it it could very well save lives because of what is what is happening to this country and the quality of life that's going to get lost that's being lost oh, yeah. We, yeah, we've yeah. got how many Millions of people um, that are going to be in poverty. I think I saw 1.2 billion children or something. Some I, I don't don't quote me on this, but it was 1.2 billion people now going to be in poverty or something. I, I don't know because of this shutdown. And you alluded to uh, the pollution. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're enjoying being able to see the sky, skyline of Los Angeles. We're enjoying being able to mm-hmm. see the Himalayas. But I'm sorry, at what cost? Again, another unpopular opinion, but that just means that no industry is happening, no progress is being made, and we are living... The, this is the Green New Deal. You and, just heard it. Keith Malinak hates clean air. Yes. He hates it. He can't stand the sight of clean air. That's right. That's right. It's, it's either, the, uh, either the New Orleans Saints or clean air. Not sure which I despise more. Clean water's up there as well. I can't stand it. But that's what we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. We, we are living the Green New Deal that we warned people yeah, we are. is going to cause mass poverty, starvation, and death on this planet. And, well, congratulations, we've lived it now for about a month. Yeah, and could it possibly result in more deaths than the pandemic? Absolutely it could. Mm-hmm. It absolutely could. It is time <clears throat> to get this economy rolling again. And not just for us and our descendants, not just for us, all Americans uh, and future generations of Americans, <clears throat> but the entire world depends on us. They really do. I mean, if if America goes down, who is going to save everybody else? China? <laughs> Good luck with that. They started this. Yeah. They Good. started this mess. 
I mean, look, you can spin it any way you want to, Pat Gray, but obviously mm-hmm. um, it's clear that you just want people to die. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's what we all, that's what it always boils down to. <laughs> just, wasn't, wasn't that the uh, Babylon <clears throat> B thing yep. we had yesterday? Every argument you make for opening the country back up, you just <laughs> is want. translated into, <laughs> yeah, I just want people to die. <laughs> so ah, that's there's, where we're at. there's no winning on this discussion. No. Uh, but again, as with the Stanford, I keep thinking back to the Stanford study that came out this week and how they believe that, you know, maybe 55 times the amount that's being reported of people who are infected, 55 times that number are actually infected. That's a staggering sum. And it's also really good news if it's true. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, there's a USC study out now as well. So we've got a couple studies that are going on. Oh, they did do lines. a USC study as yeah, well? Yeah, and so oh. now there's a theory hmm. out there that maybe it came to California sooner. There's another. So there's another guy who is saying, I think it came to California months sooner. Months the, sooner? Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. then there wasn't this lockdown, and people had it, and they had no idea. And they spread it around. And they spread it around. Well, not only that, but they developed uh, a resistance to it. Okay. This is another theory that's out there, okay? Uh-huh. And that so when the next wave came, California not doing bad. Mm-hmm. And his theory is that there was some resistance built up from when it originally infected between travel between Asia and California. Does make sense. Sooner, yeah. I mean, scientifically, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the case, but it certainly could be. We have this... Uh, open mic situation at the White House. Speaking of the USC study, uh, a couple of White House staffers were preparing. It looks like they were preparing a news conference or something. They apparently didn't realize that a microphone was on. <laughs> and uh, they're talking about the day's events and the social distancing. And yeah, I think uh, one of them is John Roberts. All of that. Um, right from Fox News. Oh, okay. John Roberts. Yeah. Is so, one of them? Yeah, him and I think a photographer or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and here is the conversation back and forth. Oh, oh, yeah, it is John Roberts. If you take out the mask, Doug, the uh, case fatality rate's like 0.1 to 0.3, according to USC. That's, uh, that's reassuring. USC. Everybody here has been vaccinated anyway. USC and wait, I Okay, pause. Pause it for a second. <laughs> okay, wait, what? I'm sorry, what did you say? What did you just say? <laughs> Everybody here has been vaccinated anyway. Um, With what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so... Is that are, the word he meant to use? I think so. What other word fits there? <sighs> See, I, I don't know. He Does seems it go to back be to saying whole... that it's not a big deal for us because we're all safe. Uh-huh. So what do you... So is there a vaccine that you guys have been given that nobody else is privy to? It's been kept from the rest of us that it's even... That it even exists. But everybody there has been vaccinated, so they're not getting it. <laughs> Start this from the beginning again, because it's worth it's worth pondering. I think. What's up, Doug? All right, man. Where do you go, Doug? You can take out the mask, Doug. The uh, case fatality rate's like point one to point three. Pause it right there. Okay, so he tells the guy, John Roberts, tells this other guy to take out the mask. The mortality rate's been calculated at point one percent, so <laughs> don't even worry about it. Uh, all right, let it roll. That's, uh, that's reassuring. USC. Everybody here has been vaccinated anyway. USC and Wait, Public Health. 
came out with a study <laughs> they found that there are 7,000 cases in California, but they really believe that there are anywhere from 221,000 to 442,000 people who were infected. Really? Yeah. Really? So that makes it 0.1 to 0.3? Was it study to give out with? Yeah, just give it to So it suggests that the case fatality is like 10. Wow. Well, put your right line with the foot. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. So it's a hose. I mean, that's an interesting conversation there. That they don't know we're going to be privy to. Uh, fascinating. Um, but there are a couple of studies. I guess the point is there was a couple of... Well, the point is they've got a vaccine and we don't. Um, <laughs> and the elites are being vaccinated while the rest of us, you know, minions, we don't matter. And we don't, we're not even told that there is one. So that's point one. <laughs> point two is a couple of big time uh, university studies have shown that there's way more people infected than we ever believed, which is a good thing because a lot less people have been dying of it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of a maybe a 5% mortality rate there's a 0.1 percent that's a big difference that's a really big difference and it should be comforting to a lot of people and we hear the horror stories of some people who get it and and don't die but have it really badly and it's scary and they can't breathe and there might even be some lingering damage afterwards mm-hmm. so you got georgia tennessee mm-hmm. texas opening up to some degree or another uh, south south carolina alaska oklahoma added their name to that list yesterday mm. So uh, slowly but surely, we're uh, getting opening, back to normal. Opening back up, yeah, yeah. Now, and of course, there's some states that never shut down to begin with. So, uh, kudos to you, <laughs> South Dakota, to, among those, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think wasn't Oklahoma. I thought Oklahoma was one of those too, but hmm. they're mm-hmm. said to be opening no, back were, up, so they must have closed. You know, they down. were they were one of those that really <laughs> remember they we had the Oklahoma police. Oh, that's thing right. Yeah, it was like. If yeah. you see something, say something. We'll come down and crack their heads. Uh, well, and, yeah. and I don't know if now's the best time for that, but, uh, you know, uh, Oklahoma had some nasty tornadoes yesterday. Um, the, the video mm-hmm. is amazing. Just look at that, Pat. That, that, that's a video of a tornado hitting a, a populated area yesterday. So all across Oklahoma and Texas. You know, earlier in the week we had multiple tornadoes and many mm-hmm. casualties, a couple dozen casualties uh, in the southeast. So... It's tornado season. Please be safe. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me take sixty seconds and tell you about Burrow. This is a great company, really unique. You know, it's kind of hard to screw up a sofa as long as you can sit on it. It's doing its job, right? <laughs> well, your your couch doesn't have to be just uh, whatever. It could actually be great if you're ready to upgrade to a sofa worthy of your space you got to go with the original Disruptor furniture brand, Burrow. Burrow is probably the sofa uh, you've heard of on a lot of other podcasts as well. It, it, it has built-in <clears throat> USB chargers. Uh, you can rearrange the, the furniture, uh, the furniture parts. For instance... So cool. Mix and match like, right? Yes. <laughs> like if, if your decor is light and you have light wood legs on your on your couch and then you decide you want to go darker or the other way around, you just switch out the legs. It's yeah. really cool. <clears throat> if you have a sectional, you can have a really big sectional and then if you move into a smaller space or you put the, 
the sectional in a different space with less space, you can remove parts of it and then replace the like the arm at the end of it so you, <laughs> it doesn't look like you just... It's so awesome. It's really it's like cool. customizable furniture. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And there's more of the sofas, of course. They create all, all kinds of practical, stylish pieces for your home. A collection of affordable rugs, coffee tables, love seats, armchairs, ottomans. Uh, a genius sleep kit transforms your comfy sofa into an even comfier bed. Your guests will love sleeping on Burrow. Uh, get $75 off your purchase and free one-week shipping at burrow.com slash pat. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash pat. For $75 off at Burrow. Pat Gray Unleashed. And of course, we've got to get the economy going again and open things up again so that uh, everything doesn't go bankrupt, uh, so that all businesses don't shudder. I mean, it's of course affecting small businesses and it's heart-wrenching and tragic, but it's even affecting the bigger businesses. You know, I think we mentioned briefly uh, Disney's travails. Disney heiress, I think she's the great niece of Walt, Abigail Disney, really, really upset about employee layoffs compared to executive salaries and benefits. Disney heir Abigail Disney uh, called them out for protecting dividends while furloughing 100,000 workers. Wow. Yeah, this is Roy Disney's daughter. Correct. 100,000 workers at Disney gone that already. Horrific. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, really, you couldn't have moved some things around, waited a little while, uh, done something? So she tweets out, Abigail Disney tweets out, what the actual F? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just take a little side road here to address that phrase. Uh, what the actual F? Uh, th- this seems like a fairly new thing, hmm. isn't it? Uh, adding actual to the F word. Uh, <laughs> I've been hearing that. And there's also AF. <clears throat> what the actual... No, no, it's like... What the... No, this is wrong. Okay. I don't, I don't know. It's what, like, I'm not uh, familiar with it yet. Uh, like, I'm mad AF. Okay, yes. As <laughs> is the word there. Uh, <laughs> Making it, the apocalypse fun. Here we are. <laughs> does seem to strengthen the expression a little it bit. It sure does. Uh, even though it doesn't really make sense, would you ever ask what the imagined F? No, I don't think you would. I don't think so. What the fake F? No, you'd say what the actual F. I... What the abstract F? Okay, now that's a fun one. Let's. I'm going to start working you try that, that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, off air. <laughs> so what anyway. Abstract. <laughs> Abigail Disney continues. Uh, look, dividends aren't all bad, given the number of fixed income folks who rely on them. But still, 80% of shares are owned by the wealthiest 10%. So that excuse only goes so far. But the real outrage is, of course, those bonuses. All $1.5 billion of them. $1.5 billion. That'd pay for three months' salary to frontline workers. She's got a really good point there. Mm-hmm. And it's going to people who have already been collecting egregious bonuses for years. Here's uh, what they say about it. Disney protected incentive schemes, which account for most of the executives' remuneration. Um, Mr. Iger earned $65.6 million in 2018 and $47 million last year. Holy crap, this poor guy took an $18 million pay cut? Man. 
Wow. <laughs> Keith, you like get, to, get, yeah, would you set up a GoFundMe page for uh, Bob Iger, please? Uh, okay. Stat. I would love to be in a position to take an $18 million pay yeah, cut. No kidding. But, I mean, seriously, these companies, until this global pandemic and no commerce for the past six weeks, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't realize that so many of them were cutting it this close with their books. Yeah, I didn't either. You know? And then. And it seems and, ridiculous. And not to play the Bernie card whatsoever. So don't misunderstand this. But it puts these salaries into perspective of these CEOs like mm-hmm. Iger when you think, my gosh, you were six weeks away from having to lop off 100,000 right. jobs. Maybe right. you shouldn't be paying them quite so much. In this context, it does seem bad. In a normal context, during a normal year, right. I, I don't have any problem with these CEOs making that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Because, for, for instance, Bob Iger turned Disney into an absolute money-making behemoth. Yeah. Uh, there just aren't a lot of people in the world who can do that. Mm-hmm. So in a free market system, um, that kind of expertise and that level of success over the years is worth something. Mm-hmm. And it's it's worth a lot, as a matter of fact, just like professional athletes, when there's a huge market for a skill you possess and, and very few other human beings on the planet can do it, you're going to be compensated accordingly. That's the free market. But... When you're talking about furloughing 100,000 employees, yeah, I think you should probably make some little alterations in that. Maybe big companies like this need to tie CEO salaries to job performance. To just their, oh, yeah, absolutely. their pay is, is completely related to profit. Mm-hmm. And the percentage uh, that the company makes, that's what your salary makes. Something like that. I don't and know. it may well be that that's, what, that's been the case with Disney uh, in prior years. Right now, everybody's having a hard time because they're closed. You know, they're cruise line is closed their uh theme parks are closed their movie business is shuttered they've got nothing going on right now they've got espn who doesn't have any sports so right now it's difficult yeah remember how ironic the big money maker for disney right now is abc nightly news with that david moore guy oh yeah david whatever muir muir Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway number one show on tv isn't that weird I mean, it's come full the, circle. The top five shows. Oh, or, or David Muir. <laughs> That's hard to believe. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Abigail Disney continued because she's pissed. Uh, Mr. Chapik could potentially earn, he's going to be the one who replaces Bob Iger, uh, could potentially earn an annual bonus of not less than 300% of salary, in addition to a long-term incentive award of not less than $15 million. This is why I was quiet in March when executives at the company made a big PR push to call attention to the fact that they were giving up a portion of their salaries for the year. I told people to wait until we heard about the rest of the compensation package since salary is a drop uh-huh. in the bucket to uh-huh. these guys. <laughs> the real payday is in the rest of the package. Yeah. So. And that makes you just throw your hands up and say, what the abstract? Yes, exactly. What the abstract F? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what you think, don't you? That's what uh, I that's think. The first thing that comes to mind is what the abstract F. <laughs> but she says it gets worse. The frontline workers at the parks had to fight for years to get their pay bumped up to 15 bucks an hour, and the PR folks touted that as an incredible magnanimity on the management's part. But if you know the backstory, which I do, you'd be horrified to know just how hard they made it for people to ask for that $15. The way they floated around congratulating themselves, it was damn hard to take. If a frontline worker gets 40 hours a week, and that's a big if, since just like everyone else, Disney shaves away hours to keep folks from being full-time, 
Wow. So anyway, she goes on and on uh, about how bad the pay scale is for the regular workers. And she says, so Iger's compensation for this year will amount to 1,500 times the pay of the regular workers. Chapix, if he gets the full amount, is 300% of his $3 million base or $9 million, 288 times the frontliners. Yeah, but you can't compare the CEOs to the lowest rung worker who are usually teenagers just starting out in the job industry. Why not? Why not, Pat? <laughs> because Why not? the teenagers aren't skilled yet that what they're doing is not worth as much as the CEO who has brought the company billions of dollars from his decisions. So you hate the little man. <laughs> no, I, I don't. But the little man is going to start a little bit lower, obviously, than the CEOs. In fact, quite a bit lower than where the CEOs are. Uh, uh, you know, it's a high-profile, high-risk job where where it means billions of dollars either gained or lost for the company. So, yeah, the CEO is going to make more. They're going to make multiples more than the frontline workers. Compare them to, the, you know, some of the workers that have been there for 10 or 15 years. And I just hate this. I mean, we, we see report after report of all of these companies. That we, this, is, this goes back to how you started this segment, talking about how we've got to get back to work. Right, right. Because people are being devastated. In every industry, in every business. It's... It's it's got to stop. Pat Gray unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And Pat unleashed. Uh, let's go to Matt in New York. Hey Matt, you're on the blaze. Bingo! Now that see that's how that's yes! how it's done right there. That's a winner. That's how it's done. <laughs> Where did your bingo occur, Matt? Oh, my bingo occurred right on the bottom, Pat. Yes, the bottom line, straight across. We are, we are not a democracy. Yes, Doctor Math Lalthke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the mummy voice. Mummy voice. We just heard. Spoken song lyrics. Indeed. <laughs> And it's un-American. All right. You've won yourself a prize from uh, shop.blazemedia.com slash Pat. Squiggly underline. No, no, no. That's later. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. So what do you want from the store? I'm going to get the Bennington t-shirt. Okay. All right. Hang on a second. We'll get you uh, uh, hooked up with all the information. Hold on. Uh, So we know where to send whatever it is you want to. Um, wherever you live, New York, right? So we York. should ask him. Uh, how's he doing with the coronavirus stuff up there? Yeah, but now they're talking to him. Why? I don't know. I thought we were talking to him. I know. Then I took put him on old told him to wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got some tweets here from uh, DMXDM. Uh, Pat uses email. That's newfangled. What's the fax hotline for the show? <laughs> All right, smart That's Alex. Funny. I like it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We're, we're installing pretty soon. We're installing a pager. A Wait, pager I wouldn't system. put it past Pat. Yeah, I mean, because uh, that's how newfangled we are. Because I mean, what, only what, the latest technology will do for us. No, this is actually a really good question. Uh huh. Do you think you use uh, email or text more? Because you use both of them very infrequently. Oh, I use email more than text for sure. Yeah, there's no question. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, no question. And, and I don't use email that much, frankly, anymore. But yeah, don't forget to reply yeah. to that. Uh, yes, I, I know. One email from mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. LJ Trekker tweets, uh, <laughs> what the CGIF? <laughs> <laughs> what the CG? What the actual? C- what the actual? What the abstract? Abstract. CGIF? <laughs> NFL draft. Uh, Bo, B to Bodine tweeting about Keith. Uh, I think what will happen with the Falcons yeah. is yeah, they'll, they'll trade up to the number three, but the call will be fumbled and they'll somehow end up trading down to number twenty-eight. So he worked in a twenty-eight to three reference. Sure did from the Super Bowl from years ago. And so smoothly Very did smoothly. he? Didn't he though? Mm-hmm. Expertly done. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, getting into sports and and. Uh, and while the NFL draft is tonight, this is kind of cool. ESPN has done something a little bit different because they can't go anywhere and actually film commercials right now. So look what they did instead with Kenny Maine. They took a... Did they do CGI? They did. <laughs> yes, they actually did do CGI. Let's get right to it. The Chicago Bulls have won their second three-peat. This is the kind of stuff that ESPN will eventually make a documentary about. They'll call it something like The Last Dance and make it a (laughs) 10-part series and release it in the year 2020. It's going to be lit. You don't even know what that means yet. While I'm making predictions, jeans will get extra tight. There'll be a thing called a butt fumble. And this clip will be used to promote the documentary in a State Farm commercial. (laughs) It's just a hunch. Just a hunch. Pretty good hunch, though. Yeah, so they CGI'd uh, Kenny Maine's mouth into his <laughs> 1998 face, which is kind of funny. That was good stuff. Yeah. ESPN does some really creative promos, the yes. really creative stuff. They're they're actually pretty good at marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like them. Also, uh, tonight uh, the, is the, the big draft, as we mentioned, and hopefully we'll have a season <laughs> where the draftees can play in. Oh, we're having a season. Uh, it, we better have a season. They can play in my backyard. Just have to run back and forth, you know, a couple of twenty times to call it a full field. But that's what we used to do in yeah. uh, in school when we had to make that's make right. it. You know, when a hundred yards had to be improvised a little bit, and you mm-hmm. had to go back and forth a few times. Those were the days. Oh, good times. Uh-huh. Good times. I'd forgotten about that. I mean, you would just it would be touch football, right? You wouldn't tackle. Huh? Yeah, of course we. Yeah, so it was always right, touch. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's right. always touch. Right. You didn't... Never did we play no, touch football. No, because that would be irresponsible and it was dangerous and whatnot. Always tackle football. Always. I remember we would play tackle football, and I would be so sore. I would come home and I would take a bath, man. You know, just oh, this hurts. But it was fun and it was mm-hmm. worth it. It wasn't this little two hand touch crap. We survived. Uh huh. Uh, 888-933-93. Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar J- Jackson is on the uh, new cover of Madden. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, he is. And uh, there's... That's a Madden curse, you know? There's a curse that comes with that. He may have already been cursed because he, you know, <clears throat> tweeted a thank you to Donald Trump, and of course, you can't have that. He yeah. said, trust Trump. Trust Trump. Trust Trump. Trust Trump. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what that it's, means. It's uh, Trust uh, AF, I believe. I, I, don't, I don't know what, what that is uh, exactly. <laughs> We're learning new words today, uh, new abbreviations. But anyhow. He um, said, I saw him making a statement about me being a great pick. Yeah. My teammate congratulating me and stuff like that. <laughs> I was just like, 
appreciate that, Truz. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know what that means. I don't know. The retweet took off and ignited plenty of political debate, which Jackson is now trying to stem. Uh, I wasn't making no political... Well, if he wasn't making no political statement, obviously he was making some political statement. Here we go. Am I right? You're the right. double negative makes it a positive statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't making no political statements or anything like that. I was just, like I said, just agreeing to yeah. what was what he was saying about me and my teammate. That's all. He was just saying... Truz. He was just saying, thank you for acknowledging me as a good pick by the Baltimore Ravens. So, um, but you can't do that. No, you can't. You cannot you can't do show that. any kind of gratitude toward Trump. Nope. No. You must hate his guts. You mm-hmm. must wish him death or you're a sellout. Exactly. So, yeah. So I thought it might be fun since uh, Lamar Jackson was chosen for the cover of Madden this year mm-hmm. to kind of go through because there's a curse, you know, there's a bad curse. And like the worst is Michael Vick when he was with the Falcons. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, 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 you're going to work uh, your way. Yeah, we'll work our way up a little uh, bit. Yeah, but a lot of these aren't really a, okay, not really a curse. Really? Yeah, like the first few are just kind of like, eh, whatever. That's why. Yeah. So some of them, like Calvin Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. It tries to make some justification, but it really gets ridiculous. He caught just end. five touchdown passes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you still had a tremendous year. Yeah. With all kinds of catches and yards, but he only had five touchdown catches the year of his uh, Madden uh, cover. I hope this printed up properly. Then there was... Been fighting that printer for 24 hours. Yeah, I see you looking at me, printer. Oh, today better be different. Ray Lewis. Okay. Do you know what the deal was with Ray? Did he murder someone? He he killed somebody. Killed a couple of people. (laughs) Was that his curse? (laughs) Doesn't seem like a curse for him. Yeah, obviously wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't include that I mean, part. that was one of the biggest debacles in the city of Atlanta in their history. The other, of course, being the Super Bowl. No, it was uh, it's when he's like, all right, give me immunity, and I'll tell you everything I know. Right. Nah, I don't know nothing. <laughs> and then he was done. No one ever went to justice. Uh. Yep. So what do we got? Uh, okay, then they got uh, Sherman. They have, uh, what's his face from the Seattle Seahawks? They have. Uh, oh yeah, what did he do? Richard Sherman. Did he have to stop talking for a season? No, there oh. was no curse with <laughs> with Richard Sherman. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I, I put him in the, a bad order. Yeah, like Odell I, Beckham. Uh huh. Okay. What, oh, he got traded to the Browns. That's his curse. Got next. traded to the Browns. <laughs> Didn't have a very good season last year. Drew Brees. What was his curse? Um, uh, I don't know. His they, 22 interceptions were his were his career high. 22 interceptions after being on the Madden cover. Okay. Okay. See? All right. We're Adrian somewhere. Peterson. Okay. Mm. Huge. Pro Bowl years. And then, then he's on uh, the cover of Madden. He missed two games due to groin and foot injuries. Oh, that's Ooh. bad, right? Well, let's not forget a little sun incident there, yeah. too. Uh, later on, it was really ugly. Okay. You got Marshall Falk. Okay. Mm. Pro Bowl. And then he's on the cover. Okay. Then what happens? And then. Um, the 2003 his his streaks declined a bit. <laughs> I told you, I put these in the wrong order. I just grabbed them off the printer when that thing finally printed. I was like, forget it. I'm just putting them in this order and we'll deal with it. Uh, okay, so uh, let's try Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Okay, Brett Favre. Uh, his big deal was. He played decent the next season, but he led the league oh. with 22 interceptions on a 9-17. and 17. No surprise there. No surprise. Red Favre. He had a lot of interceptions That was weird. That cover, year. he was on the cover in a Jets uniform. That mm. just looks 
Yeah, stupid. Yeah, that's uh-huh. stupid. I mean, the next thing you know, he's going to be in a Falcons uniform. That would have never, ever happened. What it have? Madden 10 had Troy Palomalu and Larry Fitzgerald on its uh, cover oh, okay. on Madden 10. Let's see what happened to these guys. The Steelers' safety then missed seven games due to injury, huh? but played extremely well in the nine that he did start. Uh-huh. Fitzgerald, on the other hand, was as consistent as always. <laughs> He's always about to say. Larry's and made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the curse, not what it used to be. No, it's really not. <laughs> Uh, Vince Young, okay. okay, was on the cover, and and then of course Young played poorly in his uh, lone postseason game, throwing one interception, no touchdown passes, and of course he had a much shortened career, mm-hmm. M- way shorter than m- many people thought he would have. Uh, Vince Young was a weird story. Uh, Madden 2002 had the had Dante Culpepper on the cover, okay. And his big deal was he continued to struggle in 2002, going 6-10 and 10 with a league-high 23 interceptions. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere, So right? maybe Dante Culpepper shouldn't have been on the cover in the first place. Maybe yeah. that was really the problem. It might also be the uh, Keith Malinak curse. A lot of these guys ended up on uh, Keith Malinak's fantasy football team. Peyton Hillis. Do you, remember, do you even remember Peyton oh, Hillis? Oh, is that the white dude uh, yeah. running back for the Browns? Yes. Because when this was... Coming Madden 12. The he was on the cover of yeah. Madden 12. I was like, who is that? Peyton uh, Hillis. Yeah, I've forgotten. Yes. Completely forgot. <laughs> uh, he finished the year with 587 rushing yards and three touchdowns is all. This was a good example of why fans shouldn't vote for Madden cover athletes because it's uh, all a big joke from the start. Mm. Uh, and Peyton Willis kind of went away after that. So, I mean, he did. You could kind of say... Yeah, that was the start of his down, the downfall of his career. Sean Alexander. Uh, let's see. He wasn't the same after his injury, oh, yeah. uh, which he was that injured hurt. the next year, broke mm-hmm. his foot, yeah. and understandably so. The curse hit him hard. Yeah. So there's a guy who really went on the Madden cover and mm-hmm. then was never the same afterwards. Donovan McNabb. Mm-hmm. Um, he was having a solid year before his injury, but he got a uh, groin injury that oh. landed him on injured reserve. Oh, no, thank groin you. injuries hurt. <laughs> I don't like them. Mm-mm. And uh, they can really derail a professional career. Painful a- AF. AF. Yes. Uh, Rob Gronkowski. The Madden curse bit Gronk right out of the gate. Yeah. He missed the season's first two games due to a hamstring injury. And simply wasn't himself in the next two weeks. The next two weeks, either. Once he finally got healthy and was playing at a high level, the injury bug bit again. He suffered a back injury Dang. later in the season, required surgery, landed him on injured reserve. Yeah. Some of these seem real, right? Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Michael Vick. Michael Vick. This is this is the main one. This is it. This is the really big one. Uh, he... He, he, Vic couldn't even reach the regular season in 2003 nope. before the Madden curse hit him in a big way. Suffered a fractured fibula Pre- in the preseason, yep. forcing him to miss the first 11 games of the year. He returned week 13, but his play was lackluster. He finished with 585, 585 yards passing for the season and four touchdowns with three interceptions. This was the first real sign of the Madden curse as we know it. Yeah. And, of course, then short, shortly thereafter... Was the dog betting thing or the mm. dog fighting thing, yeah. right? Yep, 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 yep. So, wow. So that okay. happened there. So you don't want to be on the cover of Madden. 
No, and that <sighs> for some of us that's a real problem because uh, man, they want me to be on the cover really, really badly, and I keep telling them, "No, I don't want that mad." Well, that's that curse. email I told you. I, I said, Madden "Have curse. you replied to that email I yet?" Know. There's a conference call about you possibly being on Madden next year, <laughs> and dude hasn't replied. <laughs> I mean, if they sent you a text, I don't know that that would help either. No, it wouldn't. If they sent me a uh, a page, if they paged me, mm-hmm. I might be able to return the phone call. Now, as we learned on um, At The Mic, mm-hmm. my podcast, where I sit down and have conversations with folks, uh, you were the inaugural episode, and you, you have played football. Mm-hmm. You played in uh, high school, and I forgot what you told me the position you played. Uh, was it line- linebacker? Linebacker, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, what number were you? you I, mean, I you don't remember. remember. Yeah, okay, so Quite honestly. anyhow, somebody, mm-hmm. all I'm getting at is somebody find uh, Helena High, mm-hmm. right? Helena no, High? I went to Capital High. Capital High. Dang it. Yeah. So either Capitol High or he's not interested. So he's just like, eh, right. whatever. Or a Packers uniform or a BYU uniform. Put <laughs> Pat in it. Let's do a mock Madden cover of those three uniforms. See, right. now he's interested because mm-hmm. we want to put those on tomorrow's Frivolous Friday when Jeffy's here and uh, share those with you. Okay. Oh, do we ever. Yes, we do. Do we ever. So Man. linebacker Pat Gray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the cover of Madden. Yes. Yes. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, and so anyway, the uh, the end result of all the football talk, the NFL draft is tonight. Yeah. And it's going to be conducted at people's homes, <laughs> in their basements, on the phone, online, on Zoom. Is it Zoom? Is that what they're doing? I Do we even know what they're using? No. We probably don't know what they're using, so people can't hack it as easily as they uh, otherwise point. would. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going, I'm going to be interested to see how it is conducted because I would think it would be, uh, Rich Eisen in the studio at the NFL network, and then he'll throw it to the teams. And then the teams call Roger Goodell, who's in his basement. And then he finally makes the announcement. This is going to be interesting to say the least. Starts at seven o'clock or eight o'clock Eastern. And you said they did a a dry run the other night and it went really badly. Very badly. Yeah. Like so, the guy who we played yesterday. Very similar, it sounds like. There was a lot of uh, um, uh, people not muting their microphones. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna happen. There was a lot of uh, people just waiting, staring at the screen, not realizing they were being talked to. Um, <laughs> and this started with the first pick, apparently. And it was the article made it clear that it was the league, not the Bengals, that was having the trouble. And that all the problems were on their end. So, uh, And I love the guy who did the mock uh, draft where he goes to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, you're up first. Go ahead. Cincinnati with the first pick in the 2020 draft picks. Joke. And then they go out. <laughs> okay, I'm going to find that and I'm going to tweet that out because it's you all missed it. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, 888-900-3393. We've got to get to this uh, Nancy Pelosi thing. Uh, the Chinatown, uh, China country controversy there. What did she really mean? Uh, Biden has spent some money on uh, Nancy Pelosi's favorite ice cream. We'll get into that. <laughs> a lot a of montage. good stuff from yeah. Joe. We got a, jo- a Joe Biden montage, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> All coming up. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Hey, welcome. Uh, it is Pat Gray. And my orchestra is here as well. Keith is directing it. So 
I mean, there's just it's kind of <clears throat> crowded over there in the corner. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And there's but. social distancing. Uh, I mean, they, as much as they can in the corner. I mean, in the with a full orchestra in the corner. As long as, long you as you're bringing up the uh, Pat Gray orchestra here, mm-hmm. it's probably a good time as any to say that the tuba guy. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. He's got some personal hygiene issues yeah, and should probably always practice mm-hmm. social distancing. Yeah, even when this is over, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about uh, Brickhouse. Um, Field of Greens for Brickhouse Nutrition. Of course, we've been talking about illness a lot and immune systems a lot. What builds your immune system? Uh, really good food. Really healthy eating, which I don't do any of. Um, <laughs> that's why I take... Uh, Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. I just take a scoop of it. One scoop has a full serving of real USDA organic, certified organic fruits and vegetables. Boosts your energy and supports your healthy immune system. So since I never get any vegetables in my diet, uh, this provides me with them. And doctors agree a diet of fruits and vegetables can reduce your risk of heart disease. And Field of Greens is prebiotic, probiotic. It's a great source of vitamins and fiber and other nutrients. <clears throat> right now, you can save 15% off of your first order when you use the offer code PAT at BrickHousePAT.com. Then while you're there, subscribe, and you'll save another 10% every single month. So this virus season, turn your immune system into a brick house with Field of Greens from BrickHouse Nutrition at BrickHousePAT.com. That's BrickHousePAT.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. By the way, you know, I sit on the stand mm-hmm. and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs okay. that turn, mm-hmm. that, 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 that turn, that turn. Uh, um, blonde, blonde in the sun. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. What? Wait, so it was straight and then watch the hair <laughs> c- come back Cut. up again. Oh, they look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Wait. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. I'm sorry. What? I, <laughs> can we go back to? Okay, I, I understand, I guess, the leg hair thing. Kids would rub it, then it would pop back up. Ugh. Creepy, but okay, Creepy I get it. Creepy Joe Biden. But how does that mean that you learned about roaches? And uh, the last thing was, so, oh, kids jumping on your lap. Mm-hmm. Where did that come in? Yeah, I don't know when uh, or, when you might want to do this, but, you know, Rob down the hall made a, like a Joe Biden montage. It just, uh, it just shows his brilliance and why you want him as it's president. It's a collection of right. some of his greatest hits. Yeah. You know? This shows the, the guy's got a lot to offer us as president of the United States of America. We all we should be self-evident. All men and women created by, uh-huh. the, by the go, you know the by you go, know the you thing. Know I, 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 I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. No one is in a position where they have a significant financial disability as a consequence of this SARS COVID-9 coronavirus. Roosevelt came up with a thing uh, that, uh, you know, was totally different mm-hmm. than a, Dinner. than the, the it's called, the, he called it the, you know, the, the you World know. War II. He had the war, the, the war production board. Corn Pop was a bad dude. They put me in the hospital and I made it out. And so I'm out. None of us want to 
uh, be uh, cooped up in our homes. So I learned about roaches. Knock it, knock it. Sounds corny, but it's real. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Daddy, daddy, it's unfair to all of us, and it's unnecessary Mm -hmm. for all of us. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. We can make them whole. Can I see you, daddy? Kids jumping on my lap. Mask and gowns and mask and all. You gotta, I mean, Mm -hmm. and shields. Why are we waiting? We, the people. Corn pop. We hold these truths. Was a bad dude. Etc. You know the thing. <laughs> a mere sampling of your Democratic nominee for president. And actually a tiny one. A tiny sampling. <laughs> Good job with that, uh, Rob. Yeah, that's great stuff. Uh, 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter where Bossy Little Teacup tweets, How do I join in the game of Pathead Bingo? Okay. Well, yeah. All right. It's easy. So, yeah. So you just go to Twitter and you go to at Pat Unleashed. And usually every Friday or so, um, Pat will pin a different bingo board at the top of his Twitter feed. Print that up or screenshot it, whatever you do, to follow along starting Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And once you get bingo from the phrases that you hear for that week, you call in at 888-900-3393. First one who calls wins. Claims a prize. It's just that easy. Uh, Rotorator tweets, Pat just took an $18 million pay cut. I'm now $18 million in debt. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he, does he pay your salary? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> uh, Pew Pew One Pew tweets, uh, what did the president do and how did he do it to provoke that tornado? Uh-huh. Good question. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there was a terrible tornado again. Um, boy, I sure hope that Pat reads my homing pigeon message I sent this morning. Oh, did you get that yet? Not yet. No, still waiting for it. Still waiting. (laughs) Petty Officer America, why would Pat need to use email or text messages? He's psychic. He can send messages and things via telepathy with his mind. That's true. And I just did. And you see? He's doing it again. Did it again. Doing it again. Scotty Sweatman tweets, uh, what the (laughs) tangential (laughs) F? What the tangential F? I think I like that better than uh, Mm -hmm. abstract. Although abstract is much easier to say. And spell. I called as soon as that mummy voice went off, and that guy in New York beat me to the bingo punch. <laughs> Got to put Pat on speed dial now. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's what you should do. Exactly. Yep. 888-900-3393. Also from Tyler's Metaphoric F. I'm still waiting <clears throat> on Pat's reply that he sent me via Pony Express 2 months ago. It should be there anytime though, now. Oh, good. Anytime now, Tyler. Okay. Good. <clears throat> and by the way, um, uh, beat a bodine. Says that he heard that Bronco, the after Bronco Nagurski mm-hmm. was on the first Madden cover. It was the year that he lost his first appendage. So I tell you, this thing's been around been for going, a while. It's been going on a right? long time. Yeah, it's been going on a long, long time. <laughs> Fun. So apparently, uh, Joe Biden's campaign has spent nearly $11,000 on uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi's favorite ice cream. Uh, for which she, of course, of course, has come under fire when she showed off her collection in an interview. I mean, how how tone deaf do you have to be to do that? That is unbelievable. Um, but Biden's campaign spent ten thousand six hundred dollars on Pelosi's favorite ice cream as donor gifts between May two thousand nineteen and March two thousand twenty. The description for the ice cream in the FEC filing says donor gifts. Daily Caller contacted the Biden campaign to ask about the gifts. But didn't get an immediate uh, phone call back. So, 
is is this so they're buying the ice cream and giving it to people are they giving it to nancy pelosi (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised she was a big donor to the joe biden campaign Uh, really kind of (laughs) weird yeah but that i really hope we see that uh commercial that trump created uh, against Pelosi with her ice cream and stuff. I thought that was so powerful. Yeah, do we have that still uh, available? You or might do you be have able to, get to find that? that. Yeah, yeah. because, I mean, this this lockdown and this economic uh, grinding to a halt is hurting so many people. Mm-hmm. And then for her to, to show us her oh, fancy geez. kitchen and all that uh-huh. ice cream, uh-huh. Trump pounced on it. That's the one thing Trump is doing with these internet ads, what we've always wanted Republicans to do. And they never have. Never have. You're like, but well, that would be a great campaign ad. Just show her there and intersplice it with people suffering and standing in food lines and stuff. Yeah. We turn out of it. that $350 billion fund to help small businesses and its workers get through the shutdown. It will be up to Congress to restock it. But Democrats blocking that move this morning. They asked for a quarter of a trillion dollars in 48 hours. I said, well, I don't, I don't think so. They objected. And I... Congratulate the Senate Democrats. Speaker Pelosi, what are you going to share with us from your home? Chocolate candy. Thousands have been forced to wait for hours at food banks all across the country. Jeez. Oh, my. Chocolate, and then we have some other chocolate here. We just got it restocked with the ice cream. Uh-huh. You don't want to eat up everything all at one time. I can't do it much longer. I'm trying so hard. We were, shall we say, enjoying. Having to admit that, yeah, we would starving and I like it better than anything else. Taping this segment, there are 22 million people out This work. specific program is about stopping job losses today. This is hurting people bad. Other people in our family go for some other flavors, but... Right now, it's survival mm. move. You don't wow. know where that next something else is going to come from. I don't know what I would have done if ice cream were not invented. I just wonder. <laughs> oh, let him eat ice cream. Nancy Antoinette. That's powerful. That is brilliant. So good. Just a home run. Wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three in Harris County, which is where Houston is located. It's one of the counties. Houston's located. Houston's located in about eighty four counties. It's that. It's that, that stinking big. And I'd like to point out that's a conservative uh, estimate too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. There are what two hundred and fifty or something counties, uh, and that's in Texas. But Houston encompasses more than all the counties in Texas. It's just it's massive. <laughs> anyway, a Harris County judge <clears throat> just ordered residents to wear masks when they go outside, or face fines and jail time. Mm. And to that, law enforcement in Harris County said, um, "No, nah. nope." We're not going to enforce that. Sorry. We're not going to arrest people and fine them or put them in jail for not wearing a mask, which is, you know, kind of as it should be because there is no law. There's no law on the books stating Houstonians must wear masks. And uh, judges can't make up laws. I don't know if they are aware of that, but you can't. Also, the local official, some local official must have mandated that. Uh, That doesn't make it a law. And a judge can't just throw out punishments over non-existent laws. So at least some law enforcement agencies are saying, uh, absolutely not. This is unconstitutional and we're not doing it. We're not going to do it. Yeah, Texas, not the state to try to get away with that. No, fortunately, (laughs) even in Houston where, you know, in the city, obviously Democrats rule. 
uh, just like they do in Dallas and Austin and San Antonio and every other major urban area. But there are uh, there are other people in those areas that understand and and still love and respect and uphold the Constitution, and they did. Now, that's not the case in Meridian, Idaho, where a mother of two was just arrested by Meridian, Idaho police. After she violated the city's ban against, again, there's no law on the books. There's not a law that says, hey, you can't go to playgrounds. So she violated the city's ban against using playground equipment at a local park when she and other families allowed their kids to play in a closed-off area. Within hours of her interaction with law enforcement, part of which was caught on video, demonstrators congregated in front of the Meridian City Hall to protest the actions of their local government. Good. Extended footage of the exchange with officers also drew some online backlash against the arrested mother... Yeah. And local residents. Yeah, we got the video. Um, Let's see that. From that. This uh, is crazy. Because you guys aren't listening. I just told you, exit the playground area. But we're not trespassing. Are you going to now open this fight? Everyone's not social distancing. Ma'am. Ma'am. Are you going to still... Ma'am. You have five seconds. Five seconds. Two. Do it. Boom. Okay, well, she made him do that. Okay, this is not... Officer, you don't want to do that. Officer, you don't. Am I being arrested or detained? Am I arrested or detained? Someone call Idaho Freedom Foundation right now and get them on the phone. Call now. I, I'm recording. Someone else call. Okay. Can you call? Her, <laughs> there you go. Her All right. kids are there here. It is. Idaho. I do have a little bit different mm-hmm. uh, perception of it now. Of her having seen it. Saying, do it. Do it. Yeah. She told him to do and it. Apparently and she he was, did it. Yeah. Apparently she was there for a while. And well. they to, they yeah. asked him, okay, the park is closed. And should it be? You know, that that's up to uh interpretation, I guess. Okay, but now But oh. they told they asked her to leave. I understand. She, and she didn't. I totally am with you. I'm following you hundred percent. However, if she doesn't, mm-hmm. does that video make it out? Okay. Do we find out about this? To make the larger point that these local ordinances are so draconian and ridiculous, yeah, that if she just if she just accepted what they said and left well before this, yeah. and just walked away, no video. It's kind of like not to equate this, okay? But it's like the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. The images that's what really propelled it. When people were sitting in their living rooms eating dinner mm-hmm. and seeing those images, that's when people started supporting the civil rights movement. Okay, mm-hmm. so without images. Without that addition to the story, mm. then we're just going to be all just saying, okay, officer, I'll go home now, and everybody's just going to comply, and it's going to become the new normal that Governor Wolf is telling us about. Yep, that is true. That is true. And she did force the issue, though. So I, would like to I have less sympathy for her because she said, well, do it, do it, yeah. arrest me. And they did. That's what they're going to do. If you, if you put them in that position, that's what they're going to do. And- but the police weren't responsible for the ordinance sure. or the executive order or however that happened in Meridian. They didn't beat her over the head with a, no. with a club. Right. You know. Right. So they're doing what they're supposed to do. Yes. Uh, the thing is, there shouldn't have been, they shouldn't have said, you can't go to the park. I mean, as long as you're social distancing, keep it away from other people, there's no reason you can't take your kids to the park and play for a while. Yeah. And, and uh, in Texas, though, as you just read, 
it plays out differently where the police are like, nah, nah we're not, not going to enforce it. it. Sorry. Yeah, which I which, love. Which, by the way, the state is opening up. But like you said, the cities that mm-hmm. are run by Democrats. Didn't you just have the other day <laughs> Dallas uh, commissioners voted to extend their stay-at-home order through May 15th? See? Yeah, you're right. Meanwhile, you've got Greg Abbott. Um, Telling the, people to open. Yeah. What did he say? Uh, he told Glenn yesterday, we're going to, quote, open so many businesses, end quote. That's an Abbott, not a Trump quote, by the way. Open so many businesses. So I guess we're about to even extend it further here in Texas. But again, the cities, mm-hmm. not the same story. That's that's for sure. Uh, all right. 888 And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets because you got pet stains... Before you before you do that and spend all that money and have all that hassle, tear up your house, try Genesis 950 on those stains. Genesis 950 is an amazing uh, pet stain remover, and it's made in America, which I love. With water, Genesis 950 breaks down the bonds of stains and odor, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet stains from carpeting and padding. You can use it in a carpet cleaning machine. It's so green, it's safe for your family and pets, so you can lay down on the carpet afterwards. I mean, it's it's really fantastic. If you've tried everything, everything else, like we had, we, we tried so many different products to try to get pet stains out of our carpet. Or stains, you know, like Kool-Aid, the red Kool-Aid stuff that has been spilled on the carpet by our grandkids. And nothing gets it out until Genesis 950. My wife can't, uh, she can't, she can't stand not having this in the house because it just plain works. And we get stains like that all the time. Our dog just thinks she has the run of the place and, and uh, she, uses, she uses it as her lavatory. <laughs> She'll run off in some corner of the house and uh, pee. And then it's like, oh, geez, I didn't see that. That's uh, gross as the abstract. It's, it's nasty. Yes. <laughs> Yes, is the abstract F. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Genesis 950 just removes it, and then we're fine. It also disinfects and kills viruses, which is important to note right now. Mix a third Genesis 950 with two-thirds water. Spray on the surface. Wipe it clean with fresh water. Same instructions apply for use on floors. You can do this on um, your whole house. Bathrooms and kitchen, countertops, granites, granite quartz, garage floors, just about anything. Genesis 950, it's available on Amazon.com if you want. But if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll get a free spray bottle and a discount using the offer code BLAZE. That's Genesis950.com, offer code BLAZE. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Just encountered... About a 38-pound cockroach in the bathroom, uh, which was exciting. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's always fun. Um, about the size of a Buick, this cockroach. And uh, it was flipped over on its back. Little legs was were kicking all over the place. So what did you do? Did you uh, put I, it out uh, of its misery I or did. did you let it I go? I did put it out of its misery. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. So I suppose the ASPCA will be all over me today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just trying to imagine you stepping on a Buick. <laughs> That's a I high. didn't. I didn't step on it. I just took a wad of toilet paper, scooped it up in that, and then uh, flushed it down the toilet. Oh, so you didn't like? There was no crushing. 
No, I didn't there was crush just, it. I did not crush it. He's he's it's he's drowned now somewhere what? in the sea. No, he's on system. a he's just going on a swim. He's uh, that's all. Fun. That's all it is. Yeah, right. kids, take a little swim. <laughs> <laughs> How do they do in water? Because I mean, it takes a nuclear I don't blast know. to kill them. Yeah, I don't know. He might still be alive. Can cockroaches might still be alive. Swim. I bet he's okay. Yeah. I, I bet. I bet we're gonna drink him in a week when it comes back through the pipes. Let's see. Can swim, but not uh, yeah. in a fashion you might expect. They simply close their spiracles. Can we say that on the air? So no. that no water can enter their bodies and then travel up the drain. Ugh, or oh. down it, if you will. Oh, no, wait, like, really? It's like gobble up and gobble down. So it's I, travel up or travel down. I should have squished that thing then, right? Nice job. Should have killed it dead. Congratulations with that one. By the way, if... Um, I didn't want to hear that crunching sound. All right. That that's just really gross. feel it out. or anything like that. No. I'm with you. Uh, I want to. Man, no. One morning I got out of my car. Sorry, kids. Cover your ears for a second. I got out of my car, you know, 4 a.m. in Charleston, South Carolina, near the coast there. And I stepped out of my vehicle, mm-hmm. and there's this nasty crunch. I'm like, what did I step on? I thought it was like a leaf or something like that. Mm-hmm. A little little crab. A crab. That I Ooh. had stepped on. It was bad feeling, man. Oh, yeah, I hate that stuff. Yeah. So anyway, but... Um, to take it home and, and cook it up and eat it? No? Okay. No, I had to uh, <laughs> old yeller it there in yeah. the parking lot. All it right. was a bad ordeal. <laughs> Uh, all right, 888-900-3393, edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. An Idaho woman, just to continue our theme from before the break, is facing six months in jail and a $1,000 fine, mm. just for good measure, because she hosted a yard sale during the lockdown. Oh, that'll learn her. Uh-huh. You teach her some manners. <laughs> and were you trying to kill millions of people? Is that what you're trying to do with your yard sale? <laughs> you're trying to kill millions of people. In fact, you probably have killed millions of people. Uh, Christina Thompson was caught trying to sell off items that filled the entire front yard, spilled into the backyard, and could be seen from Highway 41. (laughs) Wait a minute. What's happening here? (laughs) Is this a flea market in her house? They could be seen all the way from Highway 41, Keith. You can't allow that to happen. You can't allow it. No. <clears throat> so this uh, scofflaw, this felon, right. this this despicable like excuse a... for a human being was put in prison. Uh-huh. And they threw away the key. Good. They didn't even give her a trial. Just put her directly in prison because that's the executive order. I'm uh. mandating it now. Go directly to federal prison, in wow. fact. Wow. Federal prison where you can't even, you got to serve two-thirds or three-quarters of your time before you can even be considered for parole. Have they executed her yet for Not selling yet, children's uh, used clothing? They're going to. They, well, they should, anyway, if they haven't. I mean, it was gently used, but still. <laughs> was it gently uh, used? Yeah, I mean. Okay. You could see it from Highway 41, so that's how I know. Pre-owned. I like to call it pre-owned, pre-owned clothing. Clothes. Yeah, so... <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More coming up in a minute. Here. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets at Pat Unleashed. The Steve Forty Two tweets. Uh, what is it with these rich leftists and their ice cream? Isn't ice cream bad for the environment and cruel to cows? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was a cow. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Nasty tweets, at this point, Biden makes his own version of bad lip reading every time he speaks. That's true. Wes, Us- Wes Ussery mm-hmm. 
Uh, sorry, Pat, but it's too windy for smoke signals today. I'll try that newfangled telegraph thingy. Oh. Okay. Well, that's good. Who monitors the telegraph here, by the way, guys? <laughs> Who keeps an eye on that? Daniel? Martin? Who's on that? All right. From Yenzer Phoenix, I wonder how many people wouldn't understand Keith's old Yeller reference in today's world. <laughs> sorry. Like the, probably 80, 90%. My bad. B to Bodine, if the cockroach was on its back, it may have been pleading with you to milk it, Pat. Oh, you missed a chance to bring us some rules. Ugh. From from butt stupid. <laughs> so if she says <laughs> if she says arrest me and they do, good thing she didn't say then just shoot me. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Careful. From Apocalyptica, I'm totally with the arrested mom. I'd be so ticked off too that I just say the same thing. Especially when none of the cops had masks or gloves on. One rule for me, one for thee. No kidding. Yes. Look at that. that. That keeps happening. Yeah, that's true. Whether it's the police officers uh, trying to enforce these uh, mm-hmm. these crackdowns on, I don't know, living. I tend not to believe the cop, uh, or blame the cops, though. I, right. I blame the city officials who are doing these stupid edicts. But so are these edicts not also saying that police officers have to wear uh, I don't know. PPEs? In that particular district, right. I don't know. But it's happening everywhere. Maybe. And it's happening at these press conferences. Mm-hmm. Nobody is doing what they're telling us to do. True. Well, we're being told to do different things is part of the problem. Uh, when you look at the media reports, they'll tell you one thing, and then they'll tell you another thing. <laughs> yeah. You just get so confused. I mean, look at this. Here's an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of see. the media telling us one thing, and then doing another thing, and then telling us another thing, <laughs> and then... Uh, but if you do that, then you'll have to do this. Check this out. The contradictions of the media. How many different ways can I say this I before it finally know. plays? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just wondering if... Uh, hello? <laughs> Clip number three on your sheet. It says what, what we, we should, should all be doing. Yeah, I really don't understand why everybody isn't following the same rules right now. They're very clear. So let's take a minute and let's go over them again. First, right. you must not leave the house for any reason. Unless, of course, you have a reason and then you may leave the house. All stores are closed except those that are open. And all stores mm-hmm. must close unless, of course, they need to stay open. This virus is deadly. But don't be afraid of it. It can only kill people who are vulnerable and also those who are not vulnerable. We should stay locked down until the virus stops infecting people. And it will only stop infecting people if enough of us get infected that we build immunity. So it is very important that we get infected and also do not get infected. You should not go to the doctor's office or the hospital unless you have to go there. Unless, of course, you are too sick to go there. This virus has no effect on children except for those children in which it affects. The virus remains active on different surfaces for two hours or four hours or six hours but in most cases it's days and not hours and it needs a damp environment or a cold environment that is warm and dry in the air unless the air is plastic schools are closed so you need to homeschool your children unless you can send them to school because you are not home if you are at home you can school your children using various portals and online classrooms unless you have poor internet more than one child only one computer or you are working from home baking cakes can be considered math science or art. If you are home educating, you can include household chores within their education curriculum. Uh-huh. And if you are home educating, you may start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. Yes. every day. If you are not home educating children, you may also start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. <laughs> Masks are useless at protecting you against the virus, but you still need to wear one because it can save lives. And in some cases, it may even be mandatory, but also maybe not. You must not go to work 
but you can get another job at which point you may go to work. Stay <laughs> home. I don't know how many more celebrities we need to have tell you how important it is to go outside mm -hmm. and take care of your mental health. <laughs> there is no shortage of groceries in the supermarket. There are simply many things missing. You don't need to go buy a bunch of toilet paper, but you should buy some in case you need it. If you are sick, you may go out once you are better, but those in your household, they cannot go out once you are better unless of course they need to go out. Animals are not affected by the virus. Except for that cat that tested positive in Belgium in February, plus a couple tigers. The number of corona-related deaths will be announced daily, but we don't know how many people are infected because we were only testing those who are almost dead to determine if that's what they will die of. The people who die of corona who are not counted won't or will be counted, but maybe not. To help protect yourself during these times, you should be eating well and exercising, but exercising only eating what you have at home to avoid going to the stores unless you need toilet paper or a fence panel. It's important to get fresh air, but don't go to parks, but do go okay. walk in other places just don't sit down unless you are old or mm. pregnant but if you do sit down don't sit uh -huh. for too long unless okay. you are old and you are pregnant Oil. in which case yeah. you need to sit down but if you do sit down don't <laughs> eat unless you've had a long walk which you are allowed to do if you are old or pregnant except for times in which you aren't don't <laughs> visit old people don't but you have don't a moral obligation to take okay. care of old people and bring them food and medicine <laughs> yeah. and finally okay. no yeah, businesses man. will go down due to mm. coronavirus except those businesses that go down due to covid 19. i hope this cleared up any questions about no, what we really should did. and should not be doing during this time Please educate your friends and family with this information so we can remove any and all confusion surrounding this time. Thank you. You're welcome. It's really <laughs> did a pretty good job on that. Covered it all. And I mean, we've heard all of that. I mean, any questions? All of that. Any questions? I think we covered no, it no, all. No, no, right? no. You covered everything. It's very clear. Very, you, very clear. You know what to do and what not to do. <clears throat> uh, that summed it up so nicely. What we've been hearing for the last three months. It's just, it, it was nicely done. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and of course, um, the jobs report is out this week again because it's Thursday. <sighs> so, um, the good news is the numbers were down again for the third straight week, uh, down to four point four million people who lost their jobs, bringing the total to over twenty six million people in five weeks. Twenty six <sighs> million in five weeks. But don't worry about it. Don't get. Don't be in a rush to get back to work. <laughs> I mean, what are you? What are you, what are you greedy? You greedy bastards! Sit home and shut up. Unless you have to go out, then go out and, <laughs> and speak if you have to talk. But don't don't talk without a mask on. Although the mask won't do you any good because they don't they don't help. Gosh, I mean that's exactly. Uh, so twenty six million people in five weeks. I, I don't know what's it going to take. What is it going? And that's what they're saying. If you if you say any manner of, look, we need to stop doing this shutdown thing and we need to get back to work and we need to find a way to normalize our lives here, then you're told, uh, what, you're just some greedy bastard that's just trying to profit? Well, wait, how am I profiting off of this? I want people not to lose their jobs. I'm in a job. I'm doing my job right now. So... How how would I benefit if more people go back to work? I just I'm already benefiting. <laughs> you know, we haven't we we're not the ones who've been expelled from jobs. We're trying to prevent that from happening to more people. Uh and there will be massive pain after this pandemic. 
if we don't find a way to get America going again. You can't just have 26 million people losing their jobs in five weeks and then think, okay, at the end of this, we'll be fine. Just wait. Just wait. I know you don't have a job. We gave you 1200 bucks. What do you want? 1200 bucks is going to last about an hour and a half for more, most people. It might pay the rent. It might pay part of the rent or mortgage. That's not going to pay all your bills. That's not going to come close to paying all your bills if you're out of work. So, I, I just, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's unbelievable what we're going through now. And, and the fact that these Democrats just don't get it. They hate Trump so much. <clears throat> and I think they want the, the economy to be so devastated that uh, they can just point to it in November and say, look, Trump did this. Trump devastated this economy. Uh, he, it's completely in ruins. Uh, we're we're going to have to do something else with Joe Biden and Michelle Obama. <laughs> Actually, Valley, Valerie Jarrett said absolutely not. She, there's no Oh, she seems like an honest way. broker. Yeah, she does. I know. But I believe her because Michelle Obama has made no indication that she wants the job, that she wants to run for office in any way. And that's what Jarrett said. She, she doesn't want office. She doesn't yeah. want to do this. So good. Thank you for that little favor there. That, I mean, that, that would be I mean, she gets catastrophic. into politics. I mean, that's less time for her to work on those fabulous arms. True. And you can't be yeah, neglecting very, very those things. Right. That's very, very so. true. It takes con- constant effort to keep those arms the way they look. Yeah. That's a full-time job in yeah. of itself, I'm sure. No doubt about it. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about um, a new sponsor to the show, the Classic Learning Test, also referred to as the CLT exam. Um, you know, they didn't foresee this coming, this whole pandemic thing that has kind of shut down the SAT and ACTs. They would have rather had this been done a different way. But here we are where the ACT and the SATs have been canceled. And look, those the SAT is administered by the College Board, which is a progressive group of people that um, are trying to indoctrinate our children with leftist ideology anyway. So um, try this. Rather than canceling any tests due to COVID-19, CLT has tripled the testing dates available this spring. More importantly, they're making the CLT available to students via remote proctoring at home. They've been developing and piloting this technology for almost a year now. And their initial plan was just to roll this out for remote proctoring as an option for students in rural areas. But now they're excited to make this available to all students because of the pandemic. So if you don't know much about uh, CLT as the third option, a lot of colleges are now looking at it as a solution. The exams are taken online in just two hours. You get the same day results. It's the classic learning test. It's been used by tens of thousands of students, hundreds of colleges, and it provides the most accurate, rigorous measure of academic formation, accomplishment, and potential. And, of course, better tests create better students. To register for the April 25th official college exam or the April 29th CLT-10, that's the classic learning test alternative to the PSAT, visit cltexam.com. Both these exams can be taken in the comfort of your own home. That's cltexam.com.
Gray. Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and it got unleashed on Twitter. So some restaurants are opening up. I, is this for sit down service? Can you actually open for sit down service? I in Texas. Think so because I walked into an Arby's yesterday in the city of Fort Worth, mm-hmm. and in there they had tables with big numbers on them, up to ten, I believe, and it basically said, you know. You can use this you table. Couldn't sit there. Yeah, you can use this table, and then a couple down. You can use this table, a couple down. Really? So, huh? Huh? And did you sit down? No. No. no I just, <laughs> I just went in, no. grabbed my stuff, and left. It had virus germs all over it. I'm not yeah. sitting there. That will be the fear, I think, for a while. Well, I, that wasn't my fear. I was just that in was a hurry. Fear. <laughs> I had okay. to go. So anyhow. Uh, well, there's a social distancing waitress who has shown us how this can be done. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, she's out yeah. social distancing here. All right. All right. Uh, what's she... Oh, there we go. Just kind of stay... Uh... Staying far enough away that... There and, you go. And just uh, <laughs> tossing the stuff to the tables. <laughs> breaking stuff, though. Here, I don't know if that's going to work. Mm-hmm. And I guess that was the, uh, yeah. good service. She had to stay 1.5 meters away. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that on the sidewalk. It was written 1.5 meters. Huh. So I don't know how far that was. Is that six inches or is it 45 miles? I don't know. There's so, no way to yeah, tell. It's hard because, I mean, no way to the tell. video, you know, the perspective, it's hard to kind of gauge how far away she was. Yeah. Now, I don't know if she's adhering to the 1.5 meters right. because, I don't know, nobody knows how far 1.5 meters is. Yeah. And then what was she saying to the uh, Yeah, customers? I don't know. Just a little... Uh, I think she was asking uh, how their day has been so far. Oh, okay. How's your day been going so far? <laughs> then she tossed him the plate. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate that question more than poison. I don't know why. It just really bugs me. So how is your day going? How's your day going so far? How is it going, It's Pat? none of your business. Oh. None of your business. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. If I wanted to talk to you about that, I probably would have come up and said, hey, ask me about my day so far. Because I really want to tell you about that, but I didn't. So This is true, I believe, <laughs> for everyone in his life. I don't know for uh-huh. a fact because I'm not with Pat every second of the day. But let's just say it's in the morning time and I'm in the room here and he shows up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I say more than <clears throat> good morning, mm-hmm. I'm asking for trouble. No, that's like not if, true. Oh, what? Like, I can't say like, hey, man, so how are things going? Because then he starts. Oh, well, then that he, would be asinine at four starts, o'clock in the morning. Things throwing, are going crappy. So he starts far. throwing stuff at me. I'm having to duck. I'm like, I'm sorry. I got up at three o'clock this morning. How do you think it's going so far? Well, okay, I was just making small Shut talk. Up. I was just making small talk. <laughs> Keith is way too chipper. Really early in the morning, and nobody else is. But Keith is chipper early in the morning. Yeah, Keith is loud. <laughs> I think it's the problem. Yeah, that, that is very true. Keith is just loud. Yeah, that is that very true. Chipper. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Uh, All right, John Kerry, the coronavirus is America's wake-up call with respect to climate change. Uh, Here's here's what John Kerry has to say. And, you know, we've been waiting for John Kerry to to sound off on this. And finally, he has. So coronavirus may be America, the world's great wake-up call with respect to the challenge of climate because this is coming at us. What? (laughs) 
Okay, it might be our wake-up call because this is coming at us. This is coming at us. Okay. Uh-huh. If you if you think pandemics are bad today, wait until you have the warming at a greater level than it is now. Uh, well, let's see. If it warms at a greater level than it is now, wouldn't that be good for the virus? It would kill the virus. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Or we've been told the virus isn't affected by heat, but it is affected by heat. We've heard both those things, so I don't know which is true. Uh <laughs> Right, right. And then he writes this op-ed, right? Yes. Uh Every scientific report and judgment shows that we're heading into amazing negative impacts. (laughs) The feedback loops on the earth are just horrendous right now. The feedback loops on the earth are just horrendous right now. What does that mean? Uh, Don't make me Google it. Don't care. I'm not going to, to, I'm not going to go through them right now. So that's that's the measure that's the meaning of the deaths thus far. What? Okay, I I don't even know what he's trying to say Let me here. Keep that aside. I'm going to analyze that later. I'm going to take it down to the uh, translation wing of the blaze. Unbelievable. Uh, see if we can get get that looked at. I've missed him though. I've missed him. I voted for the bill before I've I voted against it. Or was it the other way around? I can't remember right now. Was it now. 87 billion? That's what it was. Is it? Was it that? Remember when eighty-seven? That's exactly billion was where I was money? going. Yep, eighty-seven billion. That's like pocket change. I mean, we've got that in our pocket. Seriously, when we go to Seven Eleven now. Wait, we? <laughs> well, we don't. We but do? the government does. Uncle Sam does. When he goes to the Seven Eleven, it's like, oh, that's eighty-seven billion. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, no wonder all can of these you, cashiers are making small talk with yeah, you, They're trying to get right. in good with you. If you're walking around with eighty-seven billion in can your you, pocket, can you break an eighty-seven billion dollar bill? <laughs> oh yeah, are you kidding? Me? Uh, is that the one Easy. with Grover Cleveland on it? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, there's apparently, man, you think we got problems on this planet? There's a disappearing exoplanet. Uh, oh, an exoplanet that may never have existed at all. Wait, okay, so science, scientists thought there was a planet there, and we were supposed to believe them, and now there's no planet there, and we're still supposed to believe them. They never get anything wrong. They're just righter now than they were before, which I love. Uh, that applies to climate change, and it applies to the stinking virus. More than 4,000 exoplanets have been found uh, so far. But one that was discovered in 2004 may not actually be a planet at all. It could just be space dust. Okay, how much tax money is NASA getting to say, yeah, there's this planet, and then 15, 20 years later, oh, No, nah, it's just space dust. Just kidding. Wait, you can confuse space dust for a planet? Was there, like, dust on the lens that, that, that looked like a... <laughs> what are we doing? The planet was given the name Fomalhaut B... Oh. By NASA in 2004, after it was observed by the Hubble Space Telescope, uh, it's more likely an expanding cloud of very fine dust particles from wow. two icy bodies that smashed into each other. Uh-huh. Uh, that's stupid. That is stupid. But it, again, believe everything scientists say every time they say it. And if yeah. you don't, you're a Luddite. Yeah, you're, you're a science denier. You know what else is stupid? I bet the reason they got rid of that planet is because... They named it what? Fomal Hot B. I mean, it just wasn't catchy enough. And they were like, all right, let's just lose the name. You know what? Yeah, let's just lose, lose the whole planet. Right. Let's pretend there was no planet. Because, <laughs> okay, I mean, we ruined it from the beginning with a name like Fomal Hot B. B. Huh. Our study, which analyzed all available archival Hubble data on Fomal Hot, 
revealed several <laughs> characteristics that together paint a picture that the planet-sized object may never have existed in the first place. <laughs> but wait a minute. Is there a FOMO height A, then? I mean, that uh, really not, begs the question. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't cover that in the story, which yeah. kind of hacks me off. Yeah, me too. Uh, do you have time for a quick animal video? I got time for the monkey. Because, yes! Uh, the That's monkey, what I wanted. Monkey flying Whoever a kite tagged in me on India. This. Thank you. I got to see it. Okay, there's the monkey. See, look. Now, see, he's pulling in the string, and here comes the kite. See that? He's pulling mm -hmm. it in. Yeah, he's flying a kite. Right. See? Look Look at that. CGI. Oh, That's no. CGI. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, the kite is CGI'd. Then what's, some, the, what's monkey the monkey not... doing? Can you play it again? Uh -huh. You think it's CGI, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do that. No. Well, what, what else is he doing? Is he signaling a plane? Well, his arms are CGI'd, too. It's all, it's yeah. all CGI? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no offense to the corner of the world that uh, aired this for us, but do you think they really uh, spent a lot of time there with CGI? Oh, yeah. In India? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. They're big into technology there. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well. All right. Speaking of people being <laughs> up on, on roofs when they shouldn't be, like that monkey should, should not have been up there. <laughs> right, right. Careful. Neither should these guys in uh, Australia have been up on the roof, and they're told as much when a helicopter, a police helicopter, shows Come up on. and tells them about it. They were drinking on a rooftop. Okay, they look to be a few feet apart, maybe. Yeah, what's the deal? Well, maybe like, I mean, they might not be six feet apart. The building is surrounded by police. Need you to Listen return to, the, to the ground floor. Yeah. Return to the bottom immediately. Immediately, please. please. Police intercepted the group and escorted them <laughs> off the roof. I can't. Really? I mean, seriously. Stop it. Before fining them for breaking lockdown rules in <laughs> Queensland. Get out of here. No kidding. <laughs> I can't. That's, I can't take this. Each member, each of them was fined more than $1,000. Shut up. Whatever. I'm not paying that. Wow. Okay, when you show me the law that says I can't be on my roof, then I'll pay your thousand bucks. Now, wait, you remember now there was a, uh, that's what they were told in, is it Kentucky? Mm. Was the pastor in Kentucky who was told by the police officer, your rights have been suspended? Oh at, yeah, when, when, when he showed up in the parking lot and he goes, what about my rights? Your rights have been suspended. Okay, that... Jeez. <laughs> wow. But yet, we're the evil ones, right? Yeah. Who want to go back to work. Yep. Okay, and go to church. Crazy. I am... Mm. All right, well, we will uh, finish off the week together uh, tomorrow, right now. <laughs> A frivolous Friday, right? Yes. Yay. I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs>